to see today's photo, go to mtforchrist.org or follow me, M.T. Clark, on Facebook or Twitter. Good morning. Today's photo of a natural tunnel or arch formed by a dusty outcropping of rock underneath a cumulus cloud-filled sky of blue comes to us from a friend who recently headed to the southwest where they captured this site at the Valley of Fire State Park in Las Vegas, Nevada a few days ago. Well, it's Wednesday, <clears throat> and if I'm ever at a loss to find photos that can represent the midweek summit of Hump Day, remind me to revisit this friend's Facebook page from March of 2022, as their Southwest hiking adventures highlight a plethora of rocky peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys can be a, an appropriate metaphor to employ to describe the changing nature of our journey in life with its various ups and downs in all the different aspects of our lives. As beautiful as mountain ranges can be, we would rather avoid radical ups and downs in our emotional lives. While we certainly can enjoy the heights of joy, the result in coming back to Earth could be considered to be a letdown. And even though we haven't strayed from the baseline of normalcy, the shift can make it seem like we have entered into the depths of depression. If we aren't careful to recognize our true altitude of our current state and make the proper adjustments to our attitude that may be necessary, circumstantial disappointments can drag us down and keep us down in negative states of mind. Yesterday in my hands-on training as a psychiatric technician for the Mobile Crisis Assessment Team of Columbia Green County, I witnessed firsthand how a simple disappointment in one's day could quickly turn into a problem of global proportions in one's mind and can cause us to become dis discontented with every aspect of our lives and push us to thoughts of self-destruction. Our team was called out to assess an individual who has, who has reportedly been depressed and who has repeatedly attempted suicide in the last few weeks. With the reported symptoms, it was a wonder to me how this person had seemingly fell through the cracks of the mental health system and had not been hospitalized already. So our team was quick, quickly dispatched to this person's location to do a mental health assessment, which I expected would lead to this person's admittance to a psychiatric facility. However, as mental health professionals, we don't just take things at face value and have to not only see if the reality of the situation matches what is being reported, we also have to attempt to explore all the possibilities for a person's individual treatment. People are unique individuals, so when we make an assessment, we need to take in all the uh, account, all the factors of their individual situations to offer the best care. There are no cookie-cutter solutions that work for everyone, when it comes to mental health, and we need to assist the individual to develop a plan that will work for them. When a client has thoughts of suicide or even has attempted suicide, we don't just immediately lock them up in an institution. Mental health professionals have to assess the risks of the client's safety and make the best determination based on the client's unique circumstances. Yesterday, although the reports indicated a dire situation, I learned that it was best not to make any assumptions in the future because we discovered that a hospital admission wasn't necessary in this case. My co-workers and I discovered that this latest episode of suicidal intent stemmed from a disappointment in the client's day, and after they 
and dialogued with my colleague for a few minutes, it was clear that the client was not current was not currently wanting to commit suicide and was able to develop and commit to a safety plan that they could implement if thoughts of suicide recurred. The client also had a support network in place where they live that could help them to implement their safety plan if the need should arise. The intent of a safety plan is to help clients to lower their imminent risk of suicidal behavior. It provides people with specific and prioritized set of coping strategies which can be used in the event of a suicidal crisis or should suicidal thoughts emerge. The safety plan is based on the client's individual situation and their ability to implement the plan. The safety plan gives people alternatives to the negative thoughts of suicide and guides them into thoughts and behaviors that give them peace. I was able to observe that our our job at Mobile Crisis was to help people to recognize when they are in crisis and to get them the help they need that is appropriate for their individual situation. We develop a plan for each person with compassion uh, that they can utilize to avoid crisis and keep them safe. As mental health workers, we meet people where they are and develop a plan for them that works to give them peace. We try to help people to think of things they can do or things they can think about instead of dwelling on thoughts of harming themselves. Because of our fickle nature, sometime, uh, some things that give us peace one day uh, may fail to bring us peace the next day. So we usually develop a list of things they can do uh, or think about in those moments of crisis because their first option may not work. Our purpose is to give them lots of alternatives so they can understand that suicide is not their only option and they can find more than one way to find peace. Before going out on our call, I discovered yesterday that one of the options we can offer to clients, if welcomed and appropriate, if they are into that, is the option of their faith. Even in this day and age, mental health agencies can still recognize that faith in God and spiritual practices like prayer can give people a measure of peace. We have to be wise and discerning, of course, but if we determine that faith in God will bring someone peace, we should incorporate it in their safety plan. As a Christian, this was a big relief for me. While I understand my role is to bring peace to everyone I encounter in my job at Mobile Crisis, regardless of their beliefs, in whatever way I can, I am thankful that, if appropriate, I could encourage people to pursue their faith and find peace with God. Today's March 16th, 316, in some circles today, is called John 316 Day. Not sure where I stand with these fun with number days like Pi Day or even with historical observances like the Eyes of March, but I can definitely get behind days where we point to the good news of Jesus Christ. John 3.16 says, For God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only Son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. If you need the safety plan that accounts for the crisis of life and death, I offer you the safety and peace that comes to all who put their faith in Jesus Christ. Christ came to earth to let us know that there is a God who loves us. Jesus came to die for our sins, to give us peace with God, and he was raised to life to show us that Jesus is God, and that when we put our faith in him, 
we are given eternal life through through him, in him, and with him. Christ said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I, I, I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So accept the peace that Christ offers you every day. Let not your heart be troubled. Don't be afraid. Christ not only gives us the way to eternal life, he also taught us to live according to his ways that would give us peace here and now. So trust in Jesus always as your Lord and Savior, and keep walking and talking with God. Jesus gave us his peace forever, but in order to experience it, we have to keep remembering him and who we are in Christ as a part of our safety plan. When the circumstances of life might threaten to bring us into fear, anger, or sadness, remember the peace the Lord has given you and live. Uh, as, uh, let's see, also, um, so that's that message. Um, just as a reminder, um, the spring sessions uh, for uh, the Freedom in Christ uh, courses that are available from Freedom in Christ Ministries are currently open for registration. And uh, I'm providing a link on the blog where you can sign up for, there's six different classes, um, two for women, two for men, one co-ed, and one Spanish-speaking. So uh, depending upon your availability, these courses are available to you. And I put links for the sign-up form on the blog today beneath this message. So if you go to mtforchrist.org, you'll be able to see that. And uh, like I, I had stated previously, I'm going to leave this information on the blog until uh, until March 27th, uh, when when uh, registration will close. So uh, we, we encourage you to pursue your freedom in Christ. Uh, anyway, um, today's Bible verse comes to us from the New Living Translation Bible Promise Book for Men. This morning's meditation verse is 1 Thessalonians 3.8, and it says, It gives us new life to know that we you are standing firm in the Lord. Today's Bible verse speaks of the regenerative powers that come from our identity in Christ and the certainty of living a life of faith. When we put our faith in Christ, we are immediately given a new and eternal spiritual life as the Holy Spirit comes to live in and with us. But even though we put our faith in Christ, we are still left in this world broken by sin, and it is very easy to doubt that anything has changed. The enemy whispers in our ears that nothing happened, and that we are still the same miserable, hopeless sinner that we have always been. Our own feelings, and even our friends and neighbors, may deny that anything new has happened to us. But if we stand on the Word of God, we can agree with the truth of Scripture to confirm our new lives, and identity in Christ. Romans 10.9 says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Uh, and, and I usually lead people through that if they have any doubts. Did you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord? Do you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead? If so, you are. you will be saved. And, uh, so verses like Romans 10, 9, and others like it, affirm the truth of our new life and who we are in Christ. 
the Who I Am in Christ list developed by Dr. Neil Anderson is based on the Word of God and can be used to remind us of some, some of the great and precious promises we have received when we put our faith in Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And I am sharing that list on the, uh, on the blog today. So if you wanted uh, a list of the Who I Am in Christ list, uh, a PDF copy, there's a link uh, right in the middle of the post uh, where you can download that. Um, as I've stated in the past, I use that list as a, as a daily reminder of who I am in Christ. In case things get too high or too low, I can balance out my day uh, and begin my day with the knowledge of who I am in Christ. You know, when we remember who we are in Christ and actually decide to live as a Christian in this world, we can experience the reality of the new life we have been given. As today's verse tells us, when we stand firm in the Lord and know it in our minds, in our hearts, and in our experience, that knowledge of the fact of who we are in Christ and the assurance of our salvation and our entrance into God's royal family, it gives us a realization of the new life that we already have. When we stand firm in the Lord, we come alive. So live out the new life you have been given by standing firm in the Lord and in the power of his might. As always, I invite all to go to mtforchrist.org, where I always share insights from prominent Christian theologians and counselors to assist my brothers and sisters in Christ with their walk. Today we continue sharing from Joan Hunt's overeating, freedom from food fixation. And uh, tonight, or well, this morning, uh, on the blog, uh, June Hunt asked the question, what is night eating disorder? Uh, <clears throat> if you're curious, uh, they, she provides the answers. Um, she also asked, asked the question, what is bulimia? So today, the, looking at some eating disorders, a night, night eating disorder and bulimia. So if you want information on that, uh, you can go to mtforchrist.org and look at the bottom of the blog post to... Uh, to see that information today. Um, as always, we uh, encourage a life of discipleship. Um, that's just following the Lord um, in the way we should go um, through prayer and faith and uh, reading the Word of God and applying it to our lives. And uh, one thing we do here to encourage that is uh, we share the classes we taught, um, our discipleship classes that we taught in 2021. Um, the, the, we taught three classes, one, Victory of the Darkness, two, The Bondage Breaker, and three, Freedom in Christ. They're all available on the Empty for Christ 24-7 podcast um, for your listening enjoyment. And if you want to take a deeper step into the material, we can provide the printed materials uh, to you via email at no cost if you reach out to us at mtforchrist247 at gmail.com. And, of course, we stand on the Word of God. It defines who we are as Christians. Um, so, um, we, we recommend uh, a, a devotional practice of uh, Bible study on a daily basis. Um, and uh, we encourage Bible study by sharing our, our Bible study discussion that we do once a week with Arthur and Susanna Sincati. Um, our program is called Bible Study uh, with the Sincatis, and it's available both on the blog, mtforchrist.org, and on the podcast. So um, if, you're, if you don't have a Bible study of your own, and most people don't, um, we recommend you join ours. Uh, at least you can be encouraged by, by knowing that there's other, other Christians out there who study the Word and who, who try to apply it to their lives and try to understand stand it the best they can and uh, what, that, what that looks like. So 
we invite you to join join us uh, to for our study uh, each week. And, um, well, it's Wednesday. It's a strange day. This message is a little late because I, uh, although I'm on vacation, and although I'm working through my vacation by by getting trained as a psychiatric technician for the mobile crisis team, um, my hours today aren't till the afternoon. So I'm I'm not starting work until two p.m. So um, we're gonna fill it with uh, correspondence, some study, and probably a nice long nap um, before we go in. Uh, so we can stay awake. Um, so uh, I'm not sure what your day brings, but uh, let's pray all the same. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day in your kingdom. We thank you for all that you do for us, Lord, and for uh, the reminders of who we are in Christ that can bring us peace. Because we've discovered the safety plan that can give us peace forevermore. That uh, faith, That faith in Jesus Christ gives us uh, eternal life and a relationship with you, God, that, um, that brings us peace and life everlasting. Um, Lord, we just pray for, for everyone listening today to remember that Christ gave us peace and that when we rest in the knowledge of who we are in Christ, we can walk in peace and joy and love every day as the fruit of the Spirit grows in our lives. Lord, we pray for everyone listening uh, their, for their specific prayer request. We pray for healing and and the challenges in their lives, life situations, Lord, that you know about. Uh, we pray for you to give them strength and give them favor in the things they need to do. Um, and Lord, we pray for the Holy Spirit to anoint them, um, to open their eyes spiritually, to show them the truth that they need to know uh, for today, and for you to guide them. Um, into the way they should go and uh, to walk into the good works that you've prepared, whether it's um, some major project or just the good work of uh, being kind to someone. Lord, we pray for us to, to see the signposts that lead us into the way that you would have us live and to uh, help us to represent you on, on the earth, Lord. Lord, we thank you and we, we praise you and we love you. And uh, we pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.